Hey, what's going on? It's Richie O, and it's the Powerline Kids Podcast, and I'm with me as always is... Brian Black. And uh, Brian was actually just telling me a story, just literally, like, half a second before I hit record. So, what is your phobia with babies? Ah, so, my phobia with babies is, every time I've ever held a baby, I get puked on. And supposedly, it's, according to some people, it's supposedly good luck. <laughs> um, I just think it's because I usually have a brand new shirt on and they fucking hold them. But yeah, See? every fucking baby I've ever held, all of my cousins, uh, nieces, nephews, has spit up on me at some point. So, so you've literally you developed a phobia. So um, wait, so like, if, so wait, so if, like, let me get this straight. So like, if you're in a room and someone's holding a baby and they're like. Are you doing the thing like where you're you're looking at the line of people that are holding the babies and like fuck that's gonna come to me at some point? Yeah, like, it's kind of like great. Okay, is this? I, I'm like I look at my what I'm wearing. I'm like, okay, it's not that new. I don't have to worry about it. It's not gonna smell that long. You know, it's just one of those things. Every single child I've ever held is thrown up on me. But seriously, though, like I'm sitting, like I'm literally picturing you like sitting there. And there's like just like that group of people. It's like, oh my god, look at the baby! Look at the, can I hold the baby? And you're just sitting in like the corner of the room, going, "Don't bring it over to me! Don't bring it over to me! Don't bring the baby! Oh my god, she's getting closer!" And like you're, tra- you're trying, Damn yeah, it. like <laughs> like you're trying to find like like a way out. Like, should I? Oh, I can't go piss because I just pissed. So, and I'm holding a beer. So, like, it's not like I need something to drink. And the food's on like right in front of me. So, like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? I can't say I need to use the phone because my phone's over there on the fucking table. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I can say I'm getting a call and then all of a sudden I'm just picturing like, you want to hold the baby? And it's just like, God damn it, I just bought this fucking shirt. All right, give me the goddamn baby. Pretty, pretty much. But that's what it seems like every time. And it only happens once, I've noticed. One time. It's usually the first time, you know, usually that get-together you're at or at home. Um, but yeah, it's just one time it happens. It's happened with every, one time. With every child. It only has to happen one time. So yeah, it's just immediately I get that whole thing and, you know, it, it's just one of those things. But I know a lot of people have had that happen. It's normal. And if anybody knows where that actually like terminology came from, like, hey, a baby puking on you is good luck. Let me know because it's this falls into my same rule of, oh, well, uh, seagull shit on you. That's good luck. Like. I thought, I thought it was any bird. It any it, bird, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's, I think it's any bird. Any bird that takes a hot, steamy dump on your fucking hat or head, and, you know. But yet, when it fucking lands on your car, that's just a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta get it off within a couple of minutes because it'll chip the paint. And <laughs> fucking, some of them are just nasty. It looks like God knows what. But You, you know just, what, though? I can't remember the last time a bird shit on me. Now that, I, now that you actually sit there... And say it, I cannot remember the last time a bird shit on me. I can't remember it. Like, actually sitting there and being like, oh my god, I just got shit on by a bird. I actually can, only because my um, a friend of mine, they have parrots. And by the way, yes, we are talking about birds yes. shitting on us and... Um, babies puking. And See how the podcast can completely go from, you know, <laughs> completely just... Maniacal mayhem. Yes, and then now we're We're talking talking about about babies babies and these little red robins, you know, that just happen to be passing by and and take shit on you. Parakeets and stuff. But yeah, they they have parakeets and they, you know, of course, like any, a lot of people do when they're 
indoor birds and in cages, they clip their wings. Well, they don't have their wings clipped. Oh, so these fuckers are flying. These fuckers around. can fly around. And when they get out, that's it. It's like the fucking it's like off to the races and they just take off. And yeah, we were uh was, we were hanging out one night, we were um talking about of course everybody's favorite T V show and book series, Game of Thrones, which is now over. Um so I, I only watched the first two seasons. Because you know why? Because I read, started reading the books, and then as soon I'm that type of person. I don't mean to go off track really quick, but I just want I'm that type of person where like if I start reading the books and then start watching the show, and then the second, I'm sorry, I am that person. Yes. I don't broadcast it and be like, I tell other people they shouldn't watch it either, but I just sit there when people are like, oh, well, why didn't you finish? As soon as I start noticing that they change shit in the show that was from the book... Uh, like, I did that the whole first season. <laughs> like, that's like when I kind of start getting disinterested. Like, like ho- they make it Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm like, but the books, like, they were so good. Yeah. Like, you literally just could have kept to the storyline and everything would have been perfectly fucking fine. Yeah, I'm stuck on either the third or fourth book. Whichever one is, like, really, really boring in the middle, that's the book I'm stuck on right now. Um, but getting back to the birds. Getting getting back to the birds. So we were there and we were talking about this in the living room. We were having a couple of drinks. And all of a sudden, one of the kids ran over and opened the cage door up because they wanted to show everybody the parrots. And we were like, all right, great. So me thinking, okay, these are parrots, they're pets, they're going to have their wings clipped. No. Because apparently that's not really humane for birds. I have no idea. I don't know either. I, if anybody knows, they can email us or... Uh, yeah, please, if you yeah. have any any stories any, about this, any please stories about birds, I have I have no idea. But... um. Yeah, so... I had finches. I had finches. I know that. But continue are, with that. Small. So, but they flew over. Like, the bird just flew over and literally flew over my shoulder and shit on my shoulder. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, guys, seriously. <laughs> wait, wait. So, once again, I'm not there. But I'm picturing... How many people were in the room? It was... Let's see. There was four adults and two children. So, did it? Did they act like... I'm picturing, like... Like, I'm picturing standing, like, the doorway of the kitchen and watching it happen. Did everyone just sit there and look at it like it was, like, a normal thing? Like, oh, yeah, you just got shit on. That happens fucking all the time. Um, I literally was just... I looked at them, like, with the deer in headlights look. Like, what the fuck? And... Because, of course, there's little kids around, so I didn't want to be like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> but I gave them that look, like, to just emphasize, Did your like, fucking bird just, just fucking, fucking shit, shit on, my, on my shoulder? <laughs> And God damn it, this is a new shirt! God damn it, I just had this for about 30 minutes. I just picked up <laughs> fucking Macy's. Oh my but, God, I'm so yeah. picturing that. Like, just so, standing there. And like, I was just, I was looking at them and I'm like, I'm like, all right, whatever. And of course, my my one friend comes over and she's like, all right, here's a little bit of, here's paper towels and water and just, and she cleaned it off real fast. And it came off, but it was just like the whole fact of, oh, dude, it I did it and... And then the funny thing was, I found out she told me it was it's not that bad, because the day before, her daughter let the bird out of the cage, and the bird shit on her head. <laughs> so she goes, "Well, it could be worse because, um, you know, kids. Everybody knows how kids are. Kids do not like to take baths. So imagine trying to chase a child around who has bird shit in her hair, and the kid's got long hair." She's trying to wrangle her daughter and the, and the parakeet to get her back in the cage. That was like, she said it was it was like a scene out of Benny Hill. She goes, if the music for Benny Hill was playing, she goes, it would have been perfect. 
That is fucking awesome. No, and seriously though, like I, I, can't, I don't know why I can't get the thought out of my head. I'm literally picturing me like at this gathering, sitting in the doorway, and like you inviting. I don't know why I'm thinking about this so much. Like I'm picturing being in the doorway, and you know, you said like you're not going to be like, what the fuck, you bird just shit on me. I literally picture myself standing in the doorway and like peering in on you guys and watching the bird shit on you, and you not saying anything, and me being like, yo, Brian, did that fucking bird just shit on you? Like, me saying something out loud. And being like, dude, did you fucking see that? And, like, going around everyone, like, is that fucking normal here? Like, the birds just fly around just shitting on whatever the fuck they want. And everyone's just like, excuse me, can you pass, like, the cookies on yeah. the end of the table? Can you pass the bird shit cookie? <laughs> no, oh, just, yeah, they do that all the time. All the time. Yeah, it's a fucking normal thing. I'm not saying it's not... You know, I'm not making fun of people with birds. And I don't know, maybe some people like that and they walk right over and they scoop it up or whatever. But I had finches and I think I let them out of the cage. And you know what? Their wings were clipped, but they could still fucking fly. Yeah. They could still fucking fly. And I remember I let them out of the cage maybe once or twice just to see. You know what? It was just one of those things. I just, I was sitting there and they had, they were like in the cage, like in the corner of the room. Like, because you can't give them too much sunlight or whatever. Like, I don't know, something they need to sleep, the way finches were, whatever the fuck the woman explained to me. And it was, I was doing one of those things. I remember I was playing Halo 3 when it first came out. Like, it was like maybe the third day. I actually went to that midnight thing to get oh, the, the game. Yeah. And um, I, I was, it was a fucking, it was a Tuesday night. I actually took off of work. Like, and it, it wasn't like I called out sick. Like, I planned on it. I, like, took vacation days because I was a huge Halo fan. Huge fucking Halo yeah. fan. How many How many people out there have done that? How many? Uh, a game comes out because we've talked about games before, mo- even movies. How many people have taken off for a movie release? Oh, yeah. Or a game release? Or even, I know people who've taken off for album releases. Album releases? Yeah, when they do, like, midnight releases of albums. All right, we, we're going to need to get into that. So... But I was sitting there, wait, so I was sitting there, and it was the next day, I, I, I think I got maybe like two hours worth of sleep, so like, I'm all fucking like fucked up, but yet I'm still playing Halo. I'm so exhausted, but I'm still fucking like, I'm going match after match after match after match. I got up, and then I, my girlfriend at the time, she fucking calls me, she's like, you're not fucking still playing, like are you? Like, you're not still, like, you didn't get any sleep. Like, you came to bed at, like, 5 in the morning. She's like, I got up to go to work. She's like, I get it. You took vacation days. She's like, but you need to sleep. Otherwise, you're going to be fucked up when you go back to work. I was like, and I remember being, and this is when I could drink coffee at the time. This is when I was allowed to have caffeine and drink coffee. Coffee, 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 coffee. I never did the energy drinks, though. I always made myself fresh cups of coffee. And she was, I remember her asking me. It was, like, maybe, like, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And she called me as she was a teacher. And she called me up. She's like, I'm going back in. The kids are coming back in from lunch, whatever. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm still awake. Yeah, I'm still awake. Oh, that co- the, the coffee service. Oh, yeah. And she was just like, she was just like, Rich, she's like, you have to go to bed. She's like, even if you go to bed for like at least four hours until I get home, she's like, I will wake you up. You can eat dinner and go back. Like, I'm a little kid. Yeah. She's like, I will make you dinner, and then you could go back to playing. I'm like, I can't. I'm like, because Jimmy just signed on now. I'm like, and then Mikey signed on, and, like, I can't. I'm like, because they weren't here in the morning. They didn't take off, but they just, they took the half day off. I'm like, I can't. I'm like, we're part of a group. I'm like, we need to fuck shit up. Plane's here. That's we got to do it. All right, so wait. So I got off track. We'll get back to that. But I remember after that phone call, 
and then I was in a waiting period because we were waiting for like someone to get done with this and so, and so it was like maybe a good 20 minutes. So now I'm just sitting there staring at the fucking Halo fucking screen. Oh, that fucking song. And I'm just waiting for the, like, the other members of the party to be like, oh, he's here, he's here, he's here. And I'm looking at the Finches. And I'm drinking my coffee, I'm fucking exhausted, and I'm going, what the fuck would happen? This is the first time I've ever did it. What the fuck would happen if I opened up that fucking cage door? Like, would they fucking, like, fly out on their own, or do I have to give them a fucking nudge? Do I have to put, like, food in my hand, and they're gonna fucking, like, land on my wrists, like that fucking, those people that have the hawks fucking land on their shit? Like, do I need... All the falconers. Yeah, like, do I need gloves? So I'm, wait, so I'm, you have to picture this. I'm sitting on the couch, and I, my head is turned to the left. I'm not moving. I'm just sitting there staring, and in my head, I'm just going, Richie, get up and do it. Just get up. Get up and fucking go over, open up the fucking cage. Let's see what happens. Let's get crazy. So I get up. All of a sudden, I feel like the tingle in my legs because I've fucking been sitting down from like such a long time. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. I'm like, I have to walk over there. So I walk over. I open up the cage door and the two, we had two finches. Uh, One of them was named Whitby and the other one was named Atticus. So I open up the fucking cage door and immediately Atticus fucking flew right out of the fucking cage. Right out of the fucking hit the fucking Freedom! He, and which, by the way, Atticus, like that was his fucking name. That was his name and he flew right out of the fucking cage. I was like, number one, that's awesome. That Atticus flew out of the fucking cage first. Whitby, which stands for uh, my girlfriend at the time, she made that up. It's uh, what it is to burn. It's a Finch song. I don't know how the fuck she came up with it. It was literally like on the spot. I'm like, what should we name the other one? She's like, Whitby. I'm like, all right. So Whitby, she she was a girl and she's just sitting there and she's like kind of staring at me being like, are you fucking with me? Are you fucking with me? Did you really open up this fucking cage? And now you're standing back and he's flying all fucking around the house. Like this is, this is, this is a trap. I'm just like, and I did the thing. There's a cat somewhere. Wait, wait. So the thing was, is I don't know how to fucking talk to birds. So I started doing the cat thing where I was like, come on out. I'm like, and then I caught myself. I'm like, why the fuck are you doing cat noises to a fucking bird? Like if anything, they would hate that. So I'm like, come on. And then I was, I think I actually did. I was like, like I started whistling and she actually fucking, she jumped onto the door frame, like the, Mm -hmm. the cage frame. And did like a second take, like, all right, I'm going to give this a try. She flew a little bit, landed on the couch, and just fucking sat there. Atticus, meanwhile, he's flying all around the fucking house in the background. I'm going, oh my God, my girlfriend is going to be so pissed because how the fuck am I going to catch this fucking thing? I've never caught in a bird, like a live bird before, like flying around. And this thing was like this big, you know, it's not like a big parrot, maybe like you can hug it. I'd be like, all right, shh, let's go. We're going back in the cage. Like, this thing was this, like, fucking big. And I'm making, like, the maybe, like, the palm of my hand. And this thing was fucking fast. So I remember Whitby, you know, she was sitting there, and I was able to pick her back up. I'm like, all right, you passed the test. At least you're fucking, you can come out and chill. You're calm. Yeah. And so I put her back in. She went right back to, like, her things, whatever, in the fucking cage. And it was a big fucking cage. But Atticus, oh, my God, what a fucking douche he was. Oh my god, like he did the thing like where he sat there for a second mm-hmm. and like you get ready to pounce and then he would just fucking fly. No lie, dude. All of a sudden I hear bling, bling on the TV screen 
and all my friends are starting to sign into the party. And now I kept, I had the thing where I had the speakers, but I had my mic, mm -hmm. so you could hear them talking and they could hear me talking, but the mic was on the coffee table. So they sign on and I hear their conversations like, all right, we ready to do this, blah, blah, blah. I came home from work early for this and blah, blah, blah. I didn't take off. And I'm yelling in the background and I'm going, hold on, guys. Like, I'm like, I got to get the fucking bird. And all of a sudden you just hear, what fucking bird? I'm like, my fucking bird. I'm like, I let it out of the cage. And my one friend just goes, what the fuck did you do that for? Now I'm running around the house and I'm just like, I don't know. I was bored waiting for you guys to get here. I wanted to see if they would fly around the house. So I'm fucking running around and no lie, 45 minutes goes by. They're sitting there in the party, still didn't start a game yet. Come just, on, faggot. Let's wait, go. wait, just laughing. Just fucking laughing. Now you have to picture this. They're on the TV screen. They yeah. can't see what's going on, but yet they're giving me suggestions about what to do with the bird. Get, get a fucking towel. And then, you know, just throw it on the fucking, I'm like, the, the, the towel's too heavy. I'm like, I'm going to crush the fucking bird. I can't do that, you idiot. And they're like, just get a pot. Get a pot. Fuck. Now I'm sitting there and as I did catch the bird, and I did catch it with my own hands, by the way. After 45 minutes, it did stop flying around. I think it tired itself out. Probably. It's probably exhausted. And I was able to catch it with my hands. And as I'm walking it through the dining room, through the living room, back towards the cage in the corner, I literally sat there and thought to myself, I'm just like, all these people in my party right now literally just waited 45 minutes for me to get back onto the fucking game. And literally were hearing me running around the house going, Atticus, fucking stop! Like, I'm yelling at it like it can understand me. Like, I'm a fucking bird trainer, like bird whisper. Bird whisper. And fucking, like, the thing's just gonna stop and be like, all right, that's my master or whatever. Like, I literally, ch like, chased, that's a fucking wild animal, around the fucking house. And it was all because I was bored. I was just sitting there with my own thoughts, and I just looked at the cage for a split second and just go, what if I, what's going to happen if I open up that cage door? 45 fucking minutes later, I, I I did open up the cage one other time to show my ex what would happen. And you know what happened? Nothing. No. They flew out and Atticus was fine. He landed on the couch. They actually were sitting on the couch next to like on the top of the couch, like, you know, where you would like put yeah, your head. Headrest. And literally sat there, just like stood around or whatever. And then she came over with two hands. Just gently picked them up, like, you know, motherly, like, just like, oh, come here. Like, she was like fucking Snow White or something, like, in the fucking woods. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, you can't be fucking serious that you literally just, like, walked over. Like, I swear to God, I... Oh, just come here, babies. Let's like, go. I... Wait, no lie. I even joked around. I was just like, I swear to God, like, I saw, like, blue butterflies, like, fucking, like... From, I, come out from one of her yeah, hair and shit. Like, as she was picking them up, just like, oh, it's time to go back home to your cage, you know, with your food. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, I was diving on the fucking wooden floors to try and get that little motherfucker, and you literally picked them up like you were fucking princess of the Wild Kingdom. And she was just she like... Was, she was the beast, female beastmaster. Yeah, like, just fucking... And then she just, like, gently, like, opened up her hands, and, like, they, they flew back in the cage, and she shut it, and then she just, okay, love you guys, or whatever, and then we put the blanket over it, and I'm just sitting there all pissed off, being like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. You gotta be fucking kidding I wasted 45 minutes of fucking Halo. I could have been playing Halo. That motherfucker flew around like a maniac. Oh my god. But yeah, so that's my fucking bird story. Yeah. And then <laughs> I have to do. I have to say though, there there is a there is a bad ending to that story. I think like a couple weeks later, maybe it was a couple weeks, maybe like a month. Addicts did pass away. Oh. 
And the, the thing was, is that I kind of, like, I'm not saying it was neglect or anything like that. Like, I, I actually went back to the store. I'm just like, how did one die? Because supposedly they were both the same age. Yeah. I made sure of that. Like, I, would, I didn't want, like, an older bird. Like, I wanted my birds to have friends. And from what they told me is that, and I don't know about birds. This is coming from the woman that I bought them with. Supposedly, if you get a male and a female, I don't know, supposedly the males die earlier or something like that because I don't know what the female does to the male or something like that. And like, because I was pissed off because those were my first, like, because that was the first apartment I had. Right. And those were my first, like, pets, like, my first pet pets, like, my own, like, it wasn't a family dog, you know, that everyone shared. Like, those were my first pets that I got to where, like, I went to the store and was just like, ah, well, I'm not really ready for another dog yet. Let me try birds. I like finches. Let me get a fucking finch. And I was so devastated when I came home and I fucking saw him, like, at the, and it's, it was sad. I saw him at the bottom of the fucking cage. And I was just like, no fucking way. No fucking way. And, like, I'm, like, walking around the house being like, the fucking bird died. The fucking bird died. And I'm sitting there. I'm so upset. And it's not, like I said, it wasn't like it was a dog or, and like, I wasn't attached to it, like, fucking, like, it laid on my neck or whatever. But, like, I, that was my first pet. And I fucking fed it. I made sure it always had water. You know, I would fucking sit over there and, like, talk to them. I, I know that sounds, if that sounds weird to people, yeah, I did talk to my birds. Well, I was watching TV. I mean, you know, when my girl wasn't home, I would sit there and be like, do you guys watch TV? Like, I don't know. Do birds watch TV? Like, Whippy, what do you think? Like, dude, should I change the channel? I don't know. Does that make me sound a little crazy there? Talking, no. to, talking to birds? I talk to my dog that way. Yeah, but see, that's a dog. <laughs> Supposedly dogs understand you. When apparently, you yeah. But birds, I don't know. Dogs so if you, guys, if, you guys, if you guys talk to your birds, let me know. Dogs apparently. I want to know I'm not the only one. Understand better than fucking most humans, so... I will fucking agree with that. Yeah. Oh, I see you're looking at finches. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking stuff up on finches. Mine was they were they weren't like that though. They were fucking rock star finches. They were dark, like like dark finches. Like they had no color. They were like black and like gray. They were like really fucking dark. And that's the other thing too. When we went to go look at them, there were different colors of fucking. And I'm not saying people that I didn't like bright colors on my fucking birds. Okay, so relax. I'm just saying I wanted a rock star looking fucking bird. And when the woman was going through, like, all the names and she was just like, oh, well, we have finches. And I looked at them. They just looked so fucking rock star. Like, they had, Atticus had, like, this, it looked like he had, a, like, a black hood and a black beak and, like, the rest of them was gray. And Whippy had, like, these fucking, like, raccoon fucking eyes and, I don't know, they just looked fucking awesome. I'm like, I'll take them. And they just look fucking cool. But, um, yeah, so, anyway. So that's, yeah, once again, that's my fucking bird story. And right now, as we are talking, it's uh, we have a little thunderstorm going on. Yeah. So the uh, it's not technical difficulties. If you hear rumbling, it's actually uh, thunder and lightning out here. So um, it's, it's it's like a scary podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, a, it's the dark. It's it's the Powerline Kids <laughs> podcast after hours. It's very dark and ominous. Yes. I'm sorry. What did you want? Dark and ominous. Dark and ominous. I wanted something that would. I want something that can chill the soul and yet uh, keep me up at night. Actually, you know what? Maybe this podcast, maybe if we turn the mic up a little bit and we can get the rain sounds, this will be like a soothing thing for people. <laughs> It'll put people to sleep. Like our voices. Like imagine that. Like our voices just fucking cursing and yelling. And then just you hear the rain in the background. Like maybe for like crazy people to be like, you know what? That's exactly what I needed. That's how I feel. 
I always wanted to listen to something. Like, I can't just do the rain. Because that kind of pisses me off. But I'm kind of angry, so maybe if I have angry... Maybe we could fucking do that, like, in the future. Like, I don't know. Like, create some sort of, like, thing for, like, angry people. Like, angry. Angry at, angry at soothing. Like, maybe play, like, a fucking, like, Metallica riff, like, really low and also have, like, rain in the background <laughs> instead of, like, whale sounds. You know? What are you listening to tonight to quit smoking? <laughs> I'm listening to whale sounds and dolphin sounds with a hint of asshole redneck. Um, so. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm listening to the sounds of the waves with a hint of Slayer. Yes. <laughs> Just remember, you can't have you can't have uh, slaughter without laughter. Exactly. You know, I need I, I just need a little bit of both. So, you know, but, maybe the sounds of like the waterfalls with like you know, a hint of kill switch, mixed in with a little bit of like, at the gates, a primus in there, <laughs> and then you throw in something weird like fucking. I also needed a little bit of blind melon. Like, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> I love I love weird playlists though. Oh, I, and do. you know what? I do have those weird weird playlists are always great. I always love tripping people out with the weird playlists I pull because I'll, I'll pull shit up like I'll play like I don't know some random fucking Metallica song off of like Kill 'Em All, and then go into something completely mellow and like and now for something completely and now different. for something completely yes exactly like the fucking Stones right to like Sister Morphine. Oh my god! You know, we see. I mean, <laughs> wait. I'm even weirder than that. I'm even weirder than that, and I do it on purpose. Story, good one. I'll make it short. We were driving into the city, uh, Bowery Ballroom, and it was my turn to drive because we all took turns to drive like into the city or whatever, and we would go in groups or whatever. Because as everybody realizes, if you're going to New York City, it's like a suicide run. But see, the thing was, though, and just just side note, I actually did love driving the city. And, oh, I do, too. And the thing was, because I had my Volkswagen. Mm-hmm. I had the GTI, the Golf. That thing was small, fast, and fucking so, like, I could fucking literally, mm-hmm. like, see a hole and fucking just be there and, like, fucking two... Like, now, did, just, you have the, did you guys play the point system? No. I know oh, what you know. I know what you're see, talking about. Okay. I know what you're talking about. At least about. you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking so. about, but you know what, though? No one ever, like, when we went into the city, the mm-hmm. thing was is that we went, it's not that we, like, we were, like, harnessors, like, of the city, like, where we'd be, like, oh, this part of the city was built in, like, fucking 1908 and blah, blah, blah. Like, we just knew where we needed to go because we've been there so much. So, like, we would be, like, all right, we got to take this street, we got to take this ave, we got to take this boulevard and blah, 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 et cetera. So, pretty much, it was just, all right, we had our like what you said the point system right but what we had is like our uh like destinations so like all right bowery ballroom so that means we have to go here to here to here to here in order to get there not that point system no 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 no. that's what i'm saying okay. though i know what you're talking about like our we had a destination system right. like okay it's the bowery ballroom it's irving plaza it's madison square garden to go to a ranger game or you know, or whatever concert, concert, everything's fucking happens there. You know, so like that's what we would do. Like as soon as an event came up, like it, that's what we that's what we decided. Like okay, so we, we're gonna need to go here. I was a little bit slower than everyone else, only because my grandfather worked in the city at the World Trade Center yeah. when you know he did his fucking thing, and um, you know he retired way before all that stuff. Obviously, because I talk about him on the podcast, and he's was still with us, thankfully. But anytime an event came up, it would literally be like, all right, 
like one person would say like all right this band is playing here and then the other person would be like where okay they're playing in irving plaza and then the next person would be like all right so we gotta fucking if it's on a friday we gotta make sure that we fucking go down this street yeah. because I'm not getting out of work until six. Right. So we need to make sure that we fucking cut that off and you know, blah blah blah. So that's pretty much the way like that we work. You it. never wanted to stay away from like three hot spots in New York all at all times. And this is for anybody who decides that they're gonna come to the Big Apple as a tourist. Um Times Square you can't really drive through anymore. Oh no, but definitely back not. when we could drive when we were driving in the city, you could. But you always wanted to avoid Avenue of the Americas, you want oh to avoid my Times Square, gosh. and you wanted to avoid 42nd Street, because it was just cabbies and buses galore, and cabbies, even now, if you're walking, watch the fuck out, because those motherfuckers don't know how to drive, and I, I have a good story about a fucking cabbie that's real quick, I brought friends of mine um, up to New York, and I was playing tour guide, and we were going from... Central Park, because they wanted to go to Central Park. So we went from Central Park. Wait, this is during the day? During the day. All right. Yeah. Central Park to um, the Warner Brothers store and FAO Swartz. Yep. So I figured it out, calculated It's seven blocks. Okay. Which could take you like 45 minutes. Which could take you 45 minutes to, to fucking walk because um, they're city blocks. And you figure, ah, None of them wanted to walk after we walked Central Park. So I'm like, all right, we'll get a cab. So we get in this fucking cab, and I mean, the guy smelled like God knows what, like he hasn't showered in about eight years. I think he was permanently attached to his seat at that point. Um, but it's like you picture with the beaded fucking seat cover and all that shit. And he was like, where would you like to go? And we were like, Warner Brothers store, you know. And uh, F.E.O. Swartz. He was like, I said, wherever you can get to first. So he starts driving and he's talking, oh, how about the Mets? How about the Yankees? I'm like, seriously, dude, you don't fucking. He had one of those half hats on. Did you ever see those half baseball caps? Half of it's a Yankees hat, half of it's a Mets hat. Oh, yes. I was laughing my ass off when I saw that. And I asked him, I said, where did you get that hat from? And. He literally stopped the car and turned around and looked at me. And he goes, I have them in the trunk. And I'm like, oh, my God, just take us to the fucking store. And we got there, got out of there. And it was like, I think it was like, it was seven blocks. It cost me $30 for the taxi ride. Holy shit. Yeah. And like I said, if you guys plan on taking a taxi anywhere, don't do it. Fucking, now you can take an Uber. Um, but fuck the, fuck, yeah, but you know what? Fuck the Uber too, though. Because you want to know something? You said yourself they didn't want to walk. Me, I mean, when I, I mean, when I was younger, I mean, we used to go to the city every fucking weekend, like every fr- like after high school. Oh, I, yeah, when I got when I first got my, I, yes, I did. I had my eyebrow pierced. Okay, oh. I had my. I can still see the scars. I had a couple eyebrow piercings, like the fucking hoop and everything like that. Dude, it was fucking rock star. But uh, that's where I got. That's how I got my first piercing. I was 16 years old. And we went after high school. We went into one of my, you know, we I had the older friends that could drive and everything like that. So I was 16. We drove in. We took the, went into Hoboken. We took the path in. Okay, got off at 9th Street. Fucking just started. At the, and, you know, 9th Street. Okay. I know a lot of people could be like, you got off fucking 9th Street. Because a lot of people do knock on that. Like, why the fuck would you get off on 9th Street? Listen, 
we were trying to fucking work our way up, and that's what that was like the first stop, wasn't it? Like after in the Ninth Street, yeah, Ninth Street's the first stop in the Pet Station because the last stop, well, the most popular stop is Thirty Third, where and, and wait, the and Mall was. Th- yeah, Thirty Three and, and Christopher. Then Christopher Street, Thirty Three and Christopher. Yeah, and then of course the final stop, which was WTC. Yep. Um, which we used to do because that would put you in the middle of everything. Exactly. And we wanted to start out fucking, yeah, you know. <laughs> so I remember we got off and it was like maybe, like as a, I'm not going to say as an adult because I was 16 years old. And my grandfather used to take me in the city when I was younger when he used to work there. So I knew like, I knew the areas like, and like I wasn't this person like, I was no longer in awe of like the city. You know, because I was there, like, so much mm-hmm. with him and everything like that. So, like, I wasn't in awe, but, like, it was still cool, like, being 16, be like, oh, my God, I'm here by myself. You know, like, when my friends and whatever were 16 fucking years old, what can we do? And and I, I'm allowed to say this. Um, my friends were trying to buy, and at this time, I wanted nothing to do with it. But uh, they were trying to find uh, smoking glasses, you know, for, like tobacco you know th- mm-hmm. these specialized paraphernalia yeah and i remember they walked into the one and it was one of those ones where you had to walk down oh, the steep steps yeah, I love those. to get into like it was yep. one of those mm-hmm. and right next to it so you walk down these steep steps and then there was the you know the, the smoke shop right next to it and then there, of course right next to that was the piercing shop and like tattoo shop so now i'm outside and they go down and they're looking for their shit and everything like that and I remember I, I started walking back up the steep steps to the street. And then I turned back around and I walked down the steps. Because I was bored. I'm like, I didn't want to fucking go in there. I'm not buying anything in there. Yeah, you go to the, into the head shops. That's what they are yeah. pretty much. And then I remember seeing the sign where it was just like piercing tattoos. Now at the time, I was trying to think logically. Like, I really do want a tattoo, but they're not going to tattoo me. But then I saw piercings. Oh, well, I, trust me. I found out later on. Yeah. But then at the t- in New York, but then at the time though, I was like, oh, but they'll definitely give me a piercing. Like, and I'm like, where can I get one? And I, I wasn't thinking like the nipples or like anything like that. I was just like, you know, maybe I'll get like, you know, my left ear pierced or something like that and just be stupid. Like just try and do something stupid. But then I was just like, you know what? I'm like, I saw it was actually uh, a musician that I saw. And it was, I remember when I first saw him, he had a fucking ear piercing. And it wasn't, like, crazy, like, where there was, like, chains, like, hanging off of it or anything like that. It was just a simple fucking hoop. And I remember, I'm like, that, it kind of looks fucking cool, but it's kind of, like, small, so it's, it's not, like, obnoxious. Like, it wasn't a big fucking, like, hoop hoop. Yeah. It was just, like, this tiny little fucking thing with a little ball on it. And I was just like, ah, let me, ah, let me go in and just question it. Mm-hmm. So I go in, once, walk in, and I remember I was greeted by this girl Black mascara, black lipstick, completely beautiful, completely beautiful oh, yeah. girl, tattooed up and everything like that. I got a girl. And she looked at me and she was just like, well, hello, darling. What can I do for you today? And I was just like, well, I was like, I saw the sign out there. It was like 20 something dollars for a piercing. And I was just like, well, I'm like, what about a piercing? And she's like, what do you want? I'm like, I was kind of thinking like, you know, like an eyebrow piercing. And I swear to God, she was calculated with it. She goes... And she was like an artist. Like, she was like one of those New York City, like, piercing, like, tattoo, like, artist Aficionados. people. Like, yeah, like, where she was just like, 
Oh my God, that would fit your face perfect. That would fit. You're thinking about, and wait, I swear to God, she goes, you want a loop, right? And I'm like, yeah, actually, I was thinking about that. And she's like, yeah, you don't want a bar. She's like, because with your facial structure and everything like that, she's like, the loop would stand out. So then she was like, come here. Now, by the way, she didn't ask me how old I was yet. Yeah. And I still look young now. So I had to look like I was fucking 10 then, being 16. So she brings me over to the counter. And all I keep doing is just, in my head, being 16, going, she's going to card me. She's going to card me. Why is she even bothering showing me all this shit? She's going to end up carding me like she's wasting her time. So she does the thing where she goes to the glass, you know, the thing, and she takes out the little tray, right, yeah. and she puts it out, and she's, like, looking. And then she started, like, pointing to, like, the big hoops. and she, But I didn't need to say anything. She's like, I know you don't want that. I know you don't want that. And then she picked out the fucking perfect fucking, like, this, like, little fucking hoop. And she was just like, this is what we're going to put in you today. And I was just like, wait a second. I didn't know we were doing this right now. I'm just shopping. And she was like, no, you're getting this. She's like, you walked in here. Mm -hmm. She's like, there's a re And then she was one of those, like you said, like an official. She's like, there's a reason why you walked in here today. There's a reason. She's like, there's a reason why you saw that sign. And then I told her my friends next door. She's like, there's a reason why you didn't go in there and why you were, you know, just standing out there. She's like, I saw you out there smoking that cigarette. So I'm like, oh, wait, I'm smoking a cigarette. Maybe she thinks like I'm legal. And like, you know, now I'm not going to need to show my ID. So she brings me over. She takes the fucking thing. And then she starts showing me the fucking, she's like, this is what I'm going to do. She's like, I'm going to take this. And then she had one of those like plastic, like eyebrow mm -hmm. things. And like, and there was a bunch of holes of them. So she's like, this is what's going to happen. And she just simply fucking put it through. And she's like, it's going to be over in like two seconds. I was like, wait a second. Am I really doing this? Like, am I really fucking doing this? Like she's talking. She was a perfect salesman. Yeah. I didn't even know I was buying the car. And she's already taken like my fucking credit card and like everything like that. So I sit down in the chair. And now at this time, my two friends... They fucking, they see me because I'm yelling because the door was actually open because it was close to summertime. So they had the door open. So I'm like, ah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm over here. So they come in and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I'm getting an eyebrow fucking ring. They're like, why? And I'm like, I don't know because she fucking told me that, you know, it would fit my fucking facial frame perfectly and everything like that. So they're holding the, they bought shit. So they're holding the bags. And my one friend, actually little. I can say that because I said it before. Little looks at me and he goes, are you really fucking doing this? And I go, I, I think I am. Yeah. And he goes, all right. And there was a chair right next to it. He goes, I got to fucking see this. So she comes over and now the whole time still no, let me see your ID. Nope. Nothing like that. She gets the fucking needle, gets the little clamp, yep. puts it on my fucking eyebrow. Right before she puts the needle in, she goes, you're 18, right? And I go, yeah. Boom. Fucking needle right through. Fucking put the fucking hoop in. And, and really, tell you guys, tell you the God's honest truth, guys, it wasn't bad at all. I felt this woman was a fucking surgeon with this shit. I felt, I felt a little bit of pressure when it first went in. But it wasn't even like, ah. Uh, like when you first get like your tattoo and you feel like that little bit of pressure, like when they first start. I sleep when I get my tattoos done. Well, now I do. Like I, I do in the beginning. No, like my first one that I ever got, like on my fucking spine. That mm -hmm. was my fucking first one. I felt the pressure, but I was just like, ah, it's not bad. That's not bad. Like I felt it for like 
maybe like 30 seconds. I was so, oh, wait, did I make a mistake? But when she put that fucking needle through, it was maybe about a half second worth of fucking like, oh, wait, what the fuck did I just do? And then all of a sudden, it's not even like she took like two, like she put the needle through, fucking connected the hoop. Two seconds later, she had the mirror in front of my fucking face and she goes, see, I told you. And my fucking one friend, little, and like, they're like, we're sitting there and I'm just like, ah, it doesn't look bad. It doesn't look bad. It doesn't look bad at all. I fucking gave her, it was 21, I think it was $21 to get the piercing. And I think I gave her 30, like, you know, for the tip and everything like that. And she was just like, you're going to be back. I was just like, I think I'm good with this one piercing and everything like that. But I said, we used to go back like all the fucking time. I used to go visit her. And I swear, and I didn't get any more fucking piercings. Like I didn't fill myself up or, but every fucking time I went back in there, she was still such a salesman because she was just like, we could put another, like another hoop right there. That would like really accent like, and maybe we could put like a colored ball like on it and that would accent your eyes and everything like that. I'm like, all right, lady. Like, I fucking get it. Like, you did a great job. I got a lot of compliments on the fucking eyebrow ring oh, yeah, well, and everything like that. But just like, Jesus Christ, I just came in and fucking say hello. And then as I got older, and I'm talking like 16 to maybe 19, because then I think she like moved to like some weird fucking like town with like some guy she met, like fucking Milwaukee or like something fucking weird. Like, just out of nowhere, she was just like, oh, I lived in New York City like pretty much my entire life. Yeah, I want to try something different. Yeah, like I'm going to fucking like Arkansas. <laughs> I remember her telling me the story. She's just yeah, I think it's time for a change. I'm just like, what's the name of the town in that state? And she's just like, it has a population of like 400. I'm just like, so you're going from New York City, all tattooed up fucking piercings, to this fucking like Midwest fucking like town where the, the, the population isn't that great. Like, what the fuck are you going to do there? And she's just like, I'm going to be a Mormon. <laughs> no, she, you know what she actually said? She's like, I'm going to start a family and I can't do that in New York City. I'm like. All right, I'm like, more power to you. Got a point. I mean, shit, you know. I mean, but just for the fact that I talked to this, I literally went to go visit this girl. I keep saying woman. She was, I was 16 when I met her. I think she was like 23, yeah. 24. And then like when I was like 19, I saw her for the last time. I went to go visit her before a concert. And that's when she told me, she was just like, oh yeah, she's like, I'm moving to fucking fuckville. And, uh, you know, I'm never going to see you again. And this is before, like, Facebook and yeah. fucking, you know, like, like keep in touch. We'll, you know, stay in contact on social media. You know? That's like my tattoo artist. She she goes all over the place now. She doesn't tattoo anymore. And she did most of the work on my arm for me. And now it, like, sucks because I have to find, which I found. I found a place to go to. And um, But it's, like, sucks because when you have that person... You know, that you like going to. Like, I used to, I got all my stuff, all, most of my artwork that I've got in my body done by my, my uncle. Because he owned a tattoo parlor. Really? Yeah. Where was that? In uh, in Brick. Does he still do it? No. He's retired. Yeah, but come on, does he still have the equipment? How no. old is he? No, he's like in Florida now. Oh, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah he moved to Florida. So, um, and that's what he planned on doing. He was, you know, he going there and... Grateful Dead would be playing on the fucking radio all the time and shit. And I remember the first tattoo I've ever got when I walked in there. He was like, uh, first words out of his mouth where, right as he puts the needle on my skin, he goes, your mom's not going to kill me, is she? And I was like, uh, not unless she sees it. Good enough for me. Wait, and you were getting it on. Wait, show me this tattoo. Oh, I'm actually making him show me the tattoo. The, the dragons, the Zodiac for the dragon. Oh. Yeah. 
So look at that. Yeah, that was my first tattoo. The visual to go along with the story. Mm-hmm. I like that. I love so, that. That was like fucking. That was a fucking trip. We were sitting there the whole time, and it was. Uh, and that was like, like I said, he did that. It was about thirty minutes in the chair, and I started dozing off. And he goes, "If you fall asleep, he goes, I'm tattooing a fucking whatever I want on your fucking face." And I was like, "All right." So I had to make sure that when I went to go get tattooed it, by him, I was awake. So cause I always go at like two hours before the shop closed, like so that there was nobody there. So mm. I'd walk in for no, because I didn't ever have to make an appointment. <laughs> and it was always like fucking 11 o'clock at night. I'd walk in there and he, he's, he was open till midnight and shit. And he'd be like, all right. He's like, come on, let's go. And just throughout, he did all, he did my shoulder piece I have. He did my back Let piece. me see that. So, that and now every time Brian off. says something to me, I'm gonna fucking ask the fucking. Yeah, so he did all this for me. Um, he did my back for me. Um, but yeah, it was it was. I always loved doing that. But finding a good artist like that's very hard. Um, but now I, I'm going. A friend of a friend was a tattoo parlor um, that we will eventually, hopefully, be able to talk about. I gotta talk to him about it. Um, so if anybody's down the shore and wants to get tattooed. And I'm going to get tattooed by the guy I'm going to get tattooed by because he's booked up to, like, fucking November right now. Um, but there's other guys in that shop, and they're fairly new. But I want to, before I say anything about the place, I want to actually get permission to say it. So, because they do really awesome work. But, um, yeah, so it's it's hard to find that person, that exact salesperson, though. You know, who can always, who can basically talk you into or out of something. Oh, well, I was looking at this car. Ah, it's not good for you. Why not? Well, I don't think it really fits your personality. I love that line. That is one of my favorite lines from a sales guy I've ever heard. Is it doesn't fit your personality. Well, why not? What? Do you, how in the five seconds that I've known you, does it not yep. fit my personality? And it's just, it's sales shop 101. It's, that's how sales guys make their money is they try to convince these people who are fucking fleeced throughout life just to do that. And they're trying to sway them so they can get the sale because the car they're looking at, or you're looking at maybe not the car that they're going to make the most commission on. Oh yeah. No, definitely. That's the biggest thing. But see, and then you know what though? That's what I love about those people. And I love the true people though. Like, especially like the girl I was telling you about, like she literally could have went the entire day and me walking in there, like, it wouldn't have made a difference, like, with her fucking day. Because she was also a tattoo artist, too. Yeah. She was also a tattoo artist. Like, New York's but, a lot by the hour, too, from what I heard. Yeah, and, like, me walking in there, like, she took the fucking time. And what is she? She made 30 bucks. I mean, granted, that is a lot for just, like, sticking a needle through someone's fucking... But still, she could have fucking been fucking... There were other people in that fucking shop shopping for tattoos and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And she fucking took the time. He's just like, no, 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 no. You're going to get one. You're going to get one. No, you're going to do this today. And I'm like sitting there still being like, I, I, I just literally saw the sign. I just, I was waiting for them to come out. And I just told you, you know, I was thinking about like a piercing. And she was like, no, you're doing this. You're going to do this. Like, it was like my birth of like, like my rite of passage. You know, like, no, you're doing this you have, fucking today. You virgin flesh. We're going to kind of mark it up a little bit. And the best part was is that I knew she gave a shit because every time I walked back in there and even sometimes I would – some of the times I wouldn't have the eyebrow ring in. 
and she gave me like the the fishing line packet mm -hmm. and i remember i came from work and i worked at a place where they didn't allow piercings and i went right from work to go to a concert and i walked and i always went in to fucking say hello to her and she's and she would call me out on it like i would walk in and she would be like where is it and she'd be like you came right from work right she's like that's why you're wearing the fishing line I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you know, I fucking, I have it at home and everything like that. I wasn't able to go. I had to leave right from work. And it, that's, like, that's the type of artist that, like, I would want. Like, that fucking knows you yeah. so well to be like, oh, okay, so that's why you're doing this now. Mm -hmm. And and especially even with the tattoo artist, like, I could see why you would want that tattoo on this arm. Yeah. Like, doing that and, like, everything like that. Like, because it kind of mixes and everything. Like, the one tattoo artist I did meet down here. When I showed her the, the Harley Quinn tattoo that I have on my arm, the diamonds. Yeah. And then I told her about the next thing I wanted to do. She immediately was just like, I could see why you want to do it because it's going to flow into that. And she's like, I think in the, fu in the future, you should probably do this with the bottom of it. She knew exactly what the fuck like, mm -hmm. I wanted. I, I mean, it wasn't exact like the design in my head, but she had the fucking idea. Right. And being like, oh, well, if you're going to get that up, because I call this my nightmare arm. Mm -hmm. All right, this is this arm, nothing, but this arm, you know, I'm gonna fill up and it's gonna be a nightmare from a uh, Soul Calibur. Mm -hmm. Yes, another video game reference, people. Another fucking video game reference. If you don't know, Nightmare from fucking Soul Calibur, he had the one arm that was just fucked up. Yep. So I wanted like Soul Calibur attached to it. Yeah. yeah. So I wanted, I kept saying, this is gonna be my nightmare arm. And she's like, well, she's like, you better start filling it up. And then I told her. And she literally was coming out with ideas. I'm like, oh my god, I didn't even think about that connection. Like, I could do that, and I could do this. And it just didn't have to do with Harley Quinn. Like, I started telling her, like, I want this to go into this because of this movie, and then because of the what happened to me here, and she was, and everything connected. And she was just like, oh, well, you could do this, and you could do that. And I was just like, oh my fucking god, I need to make an appointment right the fuck away. Mm -hmm. I haven't yet. I've been slacking. been having other problems. But, um... No, it's it's... It's very difficult because, like, like I said, this piece that I have on my one arm, I've started. It started, fuck, like seven years ago. I know it's ridiculous, and right? I started with a family piece because. What's the family piece? The family piece is um, everybody in my family is a dream catcher on my dad's side. All right. And it's it's I have basically it's a heritage piece I have. So it's all related to my dad's side. It's of the awesome, family. by the way. I know you guys um, can't see it. But. Yeah. Um, so, but it's all Native American inspired because I'm, you know, paying homage to my my family. So, and it's all past, present, and future. So it's a matter of that, and I'm going up my entire arm until the tribal design I have, which has got to get reworked. But the I showed the artist, and he's like, "Listen, when you're ready to do it." He goes, I can draw it up, and he goes, it's going to be a great piece, and I can't wait to get, get it finished. It's just, of course, certain other things in life take priorities. You know, we're all, we're all dealing with fucking paying bills and all kinds of shit, and that's just one of the things we all have to do is just that comes first. That's what happens when you, we grow up. We have to pay our, we have to make sure we take care wait, of our Wait, we're bills. growing up? Not really, but still. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't realize we were growing up. No, we, it's just, it's, I would say responsibility. We are doing a Powerline Kids podcast. Yeah, it's not for kids, though. 
So, um, and this apparently, is, this and is it, the result. Yeah, this is the result of the power line the, kids. The power lines and picture, picture, and chromium. Picture this is a this is like the prologue or yeah. This is, am I say yeah? Fuck, I'm a writer. I can't even fucking get that right. I'm sorry. I'm really fucking tired. This is the prologue to fucking everything that has fucking happened. It really fucking is. Like, all of our fucking complaining and everything like that is just the result of... I don't know. I don't even want to say it's... Because I've gotten emails in the past to where it was just like, Oh, well, that's that's New Jersey living. That's New Jersey living. That's, that's New Jersey people. That's why you're so fucking angry. That's New Jersey... And then you live right next to New York City. That's that's why you're so fun. No, seriously, these are the emails oh, I've gotten. I trust me, I've heard it when I went to other places. Like because I've met people who are just like I said, I've traveled. You know, I've I've been places due to you know um, things I belong to and, and stuff like that. And yeah, I, I've literally had people like I'm so shocked. I've said to people like I don't understand how you're so nice, how you're so welcoming when. You turn around and like you'll walk out the door. Even some places down here, you'll walk outside and people are fucking total fucking assholes. And and it's not everybody. There there are are people I've met out, and they're perfectly fine, normal people, very nice. And then you just have these fucking people who are just they're so inbred. And that's really what I found out. It is. It's that. Wait, can we, I don't think we can use that word. inbred. No, no, not that meaning inbred. Like. Well, that we have now, to clarify. That. Yeah, it would be. I'm we don't want to fucking not get inbreeding off. like fucking cousins, fucking sisters. Not like this shit that happens in fucking. Listen, we don't want to get involved with. There that. are actually inbreds in New Jersey, though. We found out. And if you actually pick up a copy of Weird New Jersey, and there's weird everything now, um, but it's a magazine. But they have they had an article about the uh, the the family or fucking clan, the inbred clan. That is right. in I'm, certain I'm really interested in this right yeah, now. Yeah, this I'll have to pull it up for you later. I'm really interested. <laughs> definitely, it's it's something I heard about when I first moved down here, and I was like so. And then I found the fucking the, my friend had the copy of Weird New Jersey, where fuck it was in there along with like you know shit about the Jersey Devil and shit like that. And um, yeah, but don't they put that in like every other issue? The Jersey Devil shit, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. So, that's what I noticed too, because that was because that the the owner of that was yeah. actually from up north, yeah, from our area, yeah. He was actually from up there, and um, I actually, he's actually a very mellow dude from what I've heard though. He used to come into Old Canal Inn, mm. Old Canal Inn, when I used to bartend there. He used to actually come in there, yeah. And the thing was is that I I remember the one guy that used to know him just be like. Oh yeah, what what did it, what did they publish today? Something that happened here, and then what? Like the back article was once again about like Jersey the Jersey Devil. Devil, like fucking just to like fucking just like bringing customers or whatever. Because that fucking weird New Jersey, like people, I it's found branched out, out now. Yeah, but the thing was, like, people actually used to like he used to fucking get boxes of it and ship it to like weird people yeah. that wanted to know about it in like the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh my God. Like I want to know. I was, when I was in, I was actually out at, um, in, I was actually out in, um, fuck. I was out at the Harley museum in Wisconsin in uh, Milwaukee, which was fucking awesome. Um, I recommend anybody who loves Harley Davidson and motorcycles to definitely check it out. 
Um, it's a lot of history, and there's actually shit from Jersey there. But we walked into a fucking. Oh, you showed shop. me pictures. Yeah, yeah you I showed, showed me you those pictures. pictures. Um, we walked into a fucking place. I went to buy a pack of smokes, and on the newsstand was Weird New Jersey, and I'm like, oh my god! And the, when I said that, the guy looked at me and he goes, "Are you from Jersey?" I said, "Actually, yes, I am." Surprisingly enough, and he was like, "How much of this shit in here is true?" I said, "Honestly, I haven't I haven't read a lot of it lately." I said, "But." 90% of the shit that you find in there that they talk about are real places in the state. It's not just made up bullshit. I mean, granted, who knows if the story, I mean, the stories are coming from whoever, but there are actually articles about real areas in the towns of New Jersey. Um, I mean, there's like places that they talk about out in the fucking Pine Barrens and shit. Um, they talk about the, uh, the one place off the parkway, New Gretna. I think it is. Oh, There's like yeah. a mansion down there that's like fucking haunted from some old rich family. Um, yeah, they talk about all kinds of weird shit, like weird tunnels and stuff, um, haunted places. Uh, but they branched out. Yeah, it's like, I think it's like weird Pennsylvania now and weird fucking, like weird Ohio. But yeah, I, it's a fucking great magazine. And it's just, uh, some of the shit in there is hilarious. It, it really makes you fucking laugh. And then some of the shit you really want to go like, I want to go here. I really want it. The articles are written so well. Oh, they really no they, seriously. They really great, are. But they after reading them, you want to go there. Like one of the articles, I know the one issue I I've read was about the spy house. What the fuck is that? The spy house is actually in um, up in Leonardo, in Homedale, out by the pier. By oh, the Navy pier. wait, I did hear about yeah, this, and it was used back during the Revolutionary War. And fucking, it supposedly is haunted because it looks out over the ocean, over the bay. And they supposedly are like, they've ex- excavated like escape tunnels and shit for like all Dude, that was used in the shit. fucking movie. I don't know what fucking movie. I know I yeah. just said that out loud, but I know that was fucking used in the movie because I remember seeing the credits. And yeah, I do watch the fucking credits. Yeah. I mean, who the fuck is the grip? The grip. Who the fuck is the grip? It's the guy that holds the fucking microphone. But, you know, I... I He's the key grip, too. <laughs> but, yeah, I know. I did yeah. remember seeing that. Like, this but was filmed I, I, in... I went there. I went there a couple of times as a, as a kid. Like, we rode our... In the summertime, we rode our bikes because we were bored. We got on our bikes. We were in a small town that was only fucking miles square. I've talked about being there before. Yeah. And we would ride over to home. That was about 20 minutes for us to ride our bikes over there. It was free to go in, and we went on the tour the first time we were there. And then we w- we would go back, and then you know we would people would start falling off. But you get eerie chills in that fucking place. I mean, it was fucking weird, you know, being in there. Like it, it was just cool because I like history. I've always liked fucking history, and it's just an aw- it was like an awesome place to go visit. And um, even like Sandy Hook, Sandy Hook's another cool. Place oh yeah, no, 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 to wait, go walk that, the yeah. range and shit where the old testing range used to be up at uh, uh, Fort. Oh, I can't think of the fucking name of the place. But it's at the end of the hook, and it's it's an old army base. And now there's like a high school up there, the uh, Marine uh, Institute of Science and Technology. Um, but they, um, it's great with the plaques and shit. And I know people who found shit on the beach, metal detecting, like ordnance and stuff. Oh my stuff. God, I love those guys. Yeah. I fucking No, my buddy, a buddy of mine actually was up there. He's like, yeah, we went to, I took the kids to Sandy Hook and I broke... They broke out. They wanted to bring the metal detector. I'm like, 
Sure they did. We know. I know it was for you. <laughs> and they found like fifty cal shells and like the old uh, the old mortars unexploded. And they had to call like the park ranger and shit. But yeah, so yeah, mm. fun shit in Jersey you can do. <clears throat> All right, so we're uh, we're about at it. About at an hour now. Wow, fucking time flew. Yeah, and we stayed on topic. So, for you criticists out there, we, we know you're critiquing us, and we're trying to stay on topic, as always. <clears throat> um, let's see. New things. New things. You guys asked for it. We got it. So, we do have a voicemail now. So, you guys can call us like you've been asking to. And you I'm a little bit scared about this. Leave us a message. Um <laughs> And wait, one of my new... Th- wait, before I say this, I have to take a sip. Excuse me. But the one thing that I think I'm going to start doing is fucking asking Brian after uh, after we finish every episode now is... Brian, you think I'm going to be all right? Yeah, you would be good. All right. So... <laughs> <laughs> I had to fucking say it. So, I was literally thinking about it the whole time. I'm like, you know what? I'm like... I'm literally gonna because you want to know something. I can't keep it in. Yeah. Like I literally can't keep it in. Like yeah. I literally think that as I'm talking to you, I'm literally just gonna like even it might be in the middle of a podcast. I might just sit, literally might sit there and and you guys can't see this, but I literally just might put my hand on my fucking forehead and I might just look at Brian and just pick. Listen, wait, you gotta stop. Am I gonna be all right? Yeah. And then good. Brian's gonna have to come in and be like, "You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. It's all good." Everything's going to be okay. And, so, uh, so back on to the voicemail. We have a phone number. Um, <laughs> it's 201-890-3415. Again, it's 201-890-3415. You sounded like a complete, total douchebag, like customer service. Yeah, like, uh, unfortunately, it comes out. Like if you want numbers. us to call you back and you don't want to wait in the queue, the queue. Yeah. Please, please call this number. number. And I repeat, it is this number. It's it's inherent from working and giving people phone numbers and having to do it over the phone a lot with other things too. Um, but yeah, so you can call us on that number. Leave us voicemail. Uh, leave us any stories you got on there. Um, by the way, they do print, uh, and they do display all your information just to let you know. Um, so if there's anything that is, uh, you know, you don't want known, you have to let us know when we do it because this way we'll edit it out when we talk about it. Um, other than that, we're, uh, we're on Google play and we are on iTunes yeah, for the most part. Yeah, for the so, most part. Uh, you, the subscribers, I know that you still get it and everything like that. So, I don't know. Try to fucking figure it out and tell us how we could make that fucking better. Because I keep getting fucking emails fucking saying how my subscribers to the iTunes account are perfectly well with getting the notifications that right. we did a new podcast. But yet, we can't fucking... I, I, as of the moment... We can't get new subscribers, but so. that that's okay because it's it's iTunes. But we're still on Google and uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Uh, Spotify should be up soon. Uh, I am working on the iHeartRadio thing. I actually, you know what? Scratch that. I just lied. 
I haven't done that in like fucking like three days, and I do apologize for that. Um, the one thing I did do today, though, um, one of my breaks, though, I did uh, go to GoDaddy, mm-hmm. and uh, I did sign up to start doing the website and everything like that, where all the links will be. Um, so the PowerLinkedPodcast.com, it's still there. I know it might say like, oh no, this it doesn't exist or whatever, but you could still do the uh, Powerline Kids podcast at yahoo.com and, um, you know, still send emails and everything like that and it would still come through. So uh, go ahead and do that and um, yeah, we're just waiting here and once again, I do have to thank the people that did email me saying, you know, like the podcast is doing great and everything like that um, and yeah, I mean... And uh, let's see, uh, my email, if you want, guys want to reach out to me, is uh, brianblack201 at gmail.com. And um, I think that's pretty much it for us today. We're at one We're at one hour and four minutes. Oh, shit, before I forgot. Uh, we will have t-shirts up very shortly. Um, so you will be able to get them. Um, we're working on... Two different sites trying to see get get you guys good prices so you're not spending fucking thirty dollars for a t-shirt um we're gonna have that we're gonna have uh pint glasses so anybody who wants to take a sip with richie o they can have their own let me take a excuse me while i take a sip pint glass and not only that though i actually you know what i was just and this literally just came to my head just now yeah. i actually <laughs> I actually think I want a t-shirt where on the front I'm saying, hey, Brian, am I going to be okay? And then on the back, yeah, you're going to be fine. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking That's awesome. perfect. So, and uh, we're going to have definitely, we're going to also have on one of the shirts. And it's not just going to be t-shirts either. There's a couple, two of the sites I'm looking at and working on, uh, working with right now. Uh, we can do all kinds of shit. So we can do sweatshirts. Um, zip ups, stuff like that. And not only that, though, too, guys. If you uh, if you actually listen, if you're listening to the podcast and you hear something that we say, and you, if I mean, because we sit here and we talk to each other, and yeah. we don't realize, like I didn't realize the fucking, like when I used to fucking sit there and be like, I'm sorry, I have to take a sip because I knew it would take like a second, and I didn't want that pause. Mm-hmm. So I used to have to say that yeah. that's how like i used to get the emails just being like i love the fact that you fucking sit there and you say you have to take a sip <laughs> like and they i used to get emails like what the fuck are you drinking and sometimes it would literally just be like a glass of water yeah like it would just be like a glass of water and just i would like literally answer people back like certain people like that would sit there and be like oh my god you have no idea how many fucking sips i fucking took tonight and i'm just like dude i fucking had a bottle of water next to me like it would that's literally just what i'm saying just to fill up that air time yeah when you because, don't want dead air yeah because like sometimes i talk because i obviously you guys know and i did get the fucking emails from that in the past i fucking talk a lot and i continue fucking talking and i'm just waiting to fucking talk again but sometimes I used to get emails just like, what the fuck are you drinking? I literally used to have to sit here, Brian, no lie. And li- like, you have to picture this. The computer used to be in front of me and I used to be like, what are you drinking that you have to take a sip like every like five minutes? 
And I you literally just have to type. I'm drinking water, wait asshole. To, wait, wait, to like 15 different people? Yeah. Like that would come, the email would come in and be like, what are you drinking? What are you, you know, Bob, I, I'm drinking water. Um, it is smart water. Uh, tonight I am drinking, uh, I don't know, fucking Deer Creek. Tonight I'm drinking Pullman Spring. Like, like, uh, like I literally used to have to sit there and be like, it's a bottle at Wawa. But then some nights I would be like, all right, so tonight, uh, the nights you could notice. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The nights that you could fucking notice would be like, listen, what the fuck are we drinking? And I would actually say like the wine or something like that. Yes. It was a nice Shiraz from 1985 (laughs) and it had a full body and nice, nice humor to it. And you know, it's like fucking alcohol. Just drink it. But. You know what? No matter what, this is the Power Linkage Podcast, and we are here to fucking just constantly talk about fucking random shit, and uh, I think it's working out. I really think it's working out. I mean, we started off, what the, I don't even remember, we started off talking about babies, and what, yeah, we talked about me getting my my whole faux pas, phobia of getting puked on by babies and then it migrated into talking about getting shit on by birds those two things I've noticed um, and then we talked about your see halo. you say you say notice too yeah. you say noticed so isn't it isn't that what it is it's noticed N- notice is it noticed or noticed I have no clue I'm not you, you I say it noticed noticed yeah so notice noticed I notice sometimes though I say <laughs> <laughs> I notice. I notice sometimes I say notice, and then sometimes well, no, I say Well, there's notice. notice, like you're giving notice, and then there's notice, like I saw it. So, you know, like I observed this. And fucking not, uh, grammar Nazis, if you're out there, please message us and tell us if we're fucking saying it wrong. Wait. Because uh, I know I, there's people fucking shivering right now listening to this going, I have to say something, they're saying shit wrong. Um, I've, I've noticed... That I've noticed that when I say the word notice sometimes, that I'm noticing <laughs> that it's the wrong way to say notice. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> oh my god, you literally just sounded like you're like part of like a theater. Like, that is interesting. Like, that guy, like... The, that interviews like the actors. Like, yes. hi, you're out the you're at the actors. Studio. Oh my god! Yes, that's it. That's fucking it. <laughs> and my name is Yul Brenner, and I will be your host tonight for interviewing Dick Gozinya. So, tell me about that time. Tell me when you sat there and that's realized that that's the voice. You were in a movie you knew was going to go nowhere, Mister Smith, and absolutely were dumbfounded at the results. But you were not surprised when. The oh my god, I love it. Papers came out and said that the movie was shit, you were shit, and I should take a shit on your chest. <laughs> Wait, do me a favor. Wait, alright, so we're gonna do uh, this is gonna be the end of the podcast. But pretend I'm an, uh, like a famous actor that's going through like a problem. Get, pretend you're the guy, uh, I'm an actor, and I've, I've been famous, and you know, I did all these parts, or whatever, but now I'm going through a problem. But I had all these famous parts that did all these good things for all these people. Ask me, just, you know what? Relax your shoulders. I'm asking Brian to relax his shoulders. To just, to just, and I'm picturing him right now wearing like a blazer 
and he has he does have glasses, but I'm picturing with the with the black. Oh, the black rims. Yeah, yeah. like the black rims and everything like that. Like the male librarian glasses. And he has his legs crossed with like a pad on his shoulders, and he has his hand on his chin, and he wants to ask me the most important question. It's definitely not going to be important because this is Powerline Kids podcast. <laughs> yeah, but so, so, so wait, 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 wait. Oh. In your, in your, get your voice because when you do talk, when you're serious about something, your voice it goes serious. So do try to come on. Okay, and, here we go. So when did you have this feeling that your life was going down the shitter and you decided to turn to drugs and alcohol for an escape after you had all these? hit blockbuster movies like The Extremist 12 and uh, you were a bit actor in Jaws 47. What in your life made you turn this way to this this life of, of alcohol and drug abuse and, you know, uh, fast cars and all these expensive tastes that you have as you slobber all over yourself? Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a tragedy. What was the question? <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Um, did I? I didn't agree to this. I did not agree to this. I didn't agree to this. Why is he asking me questions like this? Marv, Marv, get over here. Marv, get over. Why is he asking me questions like this? I told you that I thought this was promoting the movie. Why is he asking me personal questions like this, Marv? Marv, you're fired. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, I've been going through some shit. It's been terrible. It was terrible. But uh, I do look forward to being on your show again. Why I'm talking like that, I don't know. What I should have just talked in my normal voice. <laughs> Maybe I should do like the Charlie Sheen thing and just be like, because I'm fucking winning. <laughs> I'm a winner. doesn't matter. Because I'm fucking winning. I got, a, I got an anklet on my ankle and I'm driving a mini around my fucking living room. Listen, wait. You know why? Wait, why do I keep using fucking... Alright. This goes back to the movie that's from. Why do I keep using an accent? <laughs> wait, you want to know why? It's because, uh... You know, I just, I gotta, I, I just gotta think about my family and everything like that. And you know what? It's, it's because I'm just doing so well. And you know what though? I'm still down in the dumps. And Jesus Christ, I saw my psychotherapist. Wait, why do I keep going back to that fucking accent? All right, you know what? I'm fucking done. I'm fucking done. But I just wanted everyone to hear that fucking Brian definitely has that fucking voice. Can you slow it down a little bit? Like, ask me what I'm doing in the morning. Like, what you just did, but slow it down to, like, where it's just like, so. So, what is your routine for the morning? <laughs> well, you know what I do is uh, I make sure I have a clean towel um, before I get into the shower. And uh, since I have my own bar of soap, I don't use washcloths. So I I know it's my own bar of soap, so I I literally just you know I use it and, and you know no one really comes to visit or anything like that. So I just figure 
I can use that for a while. And then if someone does come to visit unexpectedly, I have like a, I have a supply of Irish spring underneath the cabinet and I literally have to exchange it out. Do you have any other questions for me? No. <laughs> All right, so what? Uh, <laughs> you definitely have that fucking midnight theater voice. You definitely do. Hi, and thank you for calling Movie Phone. Why don't you just tell me the name of the movie you want to see? <laughs> Why are you being such a douchebag? No, movies for little kids are not playing at midnight. All right, so uh, for all you guys out there listening, thank you. And um, I don't know, until Sunday. And this is me, Riccio, and Brian Black. Signing out. Late.